back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me. And a lot of you are probably wondering, where have I been? And if you're not on Twitter, I'm going to let you know. I ended up coming down with COVID and I had a really bad case of it. And um, it was it was a horrific and it's something that I never want to go through again. But uh, I'm doing, I'm starting to do better now. I have some post-COVID symptoms, but I'm back to doing podcasts. You know, me and Matt are, are, are back at it. If you haven't listened to our last episode, Matt did a solo, a great solo run. And uh, be, be sure to check it out. But um, I'm, I'm coming around and I'm looking to get back to podcasting. Uh, I did get some messages on Twitter, uh, some private messages. I really appreciate everybody um, reaching out to me and uh, asking how I'm doing and about my health. Uh, it really meant a lot to me. Uh, you know, when you sit down here and you podcast, um, you don't really know how many people, you know, really care about you in a way, I guess. But uh, I was I was pretty overwhelmed. Uh, thanks, boys. You know who you are, Piercy Blake. And there are some others as well that uh, that wished me that wished me, uh, gave me some well wishes. I really appreciate that. And uh, I'm happy to be back and I'm happy to be podcasting uh, for everybody that has given us an opportunity and our loyal listeners. So um, I missed quite a bit, to be honest with you. Matt, uh, something I want to talk about is the Blackhawks um, losing Adam Gaudet. I think that's, uh, I think it's a huge loss for the team. And uh, I, I can't believe that it actually happened. Yeah, well, first of all, welcome back. Good to have you back. And uh, yes, thanks, partner. Godette getting uh, getting the trade, or actually, they waived him, mm-hmm. and we, you know, gave him away for free, which something I don't I didn't understand either. And it's never a good thing when you look at the uh, box scores to uh, the Senators and you see Godette's name in the goal column. And uh, yeah, I I don't think they gave him. Uh, they didn't give him a look, and it's something that you can't teach is speed, and that guy had it, and I think the Hawks might regret that in the future. 100%. I thought that he had a lot of offensive upside to him, and he had a lot of grit to his game as well. I was really surprised to see that, um, you know, just to see him on Ottawa. I was looking at some, you know, at some highlights. I'm like, what the heck? God dead on Ottawa. When did that happen, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so that's crazy. I'm I'm really disappointed in that. And even Zuban, uh, I don't know if you saw. Oh yeah, Malcolm yeah, I saw also that. Traded to Buffalo, and uh, yeah, I, I guess that's good for him. Honestly, if I'm Buffalo, I'm going after Delia because I think Delia is just a better goalie. Yeah, and like I told you a couple weeks ago, I I did go to a uh, Ice Hawks game versus uh, the Wolves. And Delia was a net man. He was rock solid. He he looked good. He looked like he's you know he's been in the minors for a while. It looks like he's comfortable in there and he's very confident. And I mean, if Buffalo wanted to go for a goalie, I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go all in for Delia on that. You know, I think Delia is an AHL All Star and maybe an NHL you know kind of fringe player. To be honest with you. Yeah, but I I think Subban is I think right he's better with Subban. him. But I I but yeah, if Buffalo, you're you, you need a goaltender. Maybe they like Subban's. It, maybe he's a little bit younger, and he's got a little more promise. But I don't know, man. It's he's been on the started with the the Bruins. He went to the 
the Knights. He went to the Hawks, and it's just it's not working out. He's playing on two really good teams, yeah. and the Hawks were not that good. And usually, if you can't hack it on one of the three, I mean, something something's not right. So, I know Craig Anderson went down in Buffalo, so they're looking for a goalie, and I'm surprised they didn't call Dallas. Honest, to be honest with you. Funny that you mentioned that. I was just going to bring up that. I believe that they are that there are rumors that uh, Buffalo is is contacting Dallas on Anton Qdoben. Yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, that's a that's a goalie I would probably go after. Honestly, I I think I would take a shot with Ben Bishop, but uh, his injury thing might scare a lot of teams. Yeah, he, he does get hurt quite a bit, but he's a very good goalie. And I, I think they're going to go with the Stars. They're going to go with uh, Ottinger and uh, Braden Holpe, who's kind of turned his uh, his game around since going to Dallas from uh, Vancouver. So to get back to the Hawks, they're about two and one since our last uh, the last podcast that you did. Uh, two shootout wins. I thought that they were they were they were big wins, but what I do want to talk about are are the two games between they beat the Caps which I thought was huge. They, they lost to the, um, lost to the Rangers, man. That was a tough game, man. You know what? I saw that dude, uh, I forgot his first name, Nemeth. That guy was all over the place. I think Adam Nemeth. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. He was yeah. all over the place. And I, team. Yeah, they do. they do. They do. I saw, uh, you know, it, it just seemed like the bread man popped up for an assist, you know, and then popped up for a goal and then uh, and then popped up for another assist. Yeah. And then I didn't I didn't see him other than that. It's almost as if he was like some kind of Houdini who just just popped up out of nowhere, put it put up three points and then uh, and then disappeared. Um, Adam Fox um, had a pretty pretty decent game he seems to i think he does a good job of pinching when uh at the right time which is something that uh i think which is obviously a very big skill i'd also like to mention that seth jones is three points behind uh, adam fox and and points so if if this is the case you know are we going to put this guy in the in the north conversation because it seems that you know as we've mentioned the the north isn't uh it doesn't seem to take into defensive uh, you know d- defensive prowess it's mostly about who scores the most points as a defenseman but uh taking into consideration the season that Seth Jones is is having do you think that he's in that conversation he has to be yeah he's he's leading the team in points the hawks right now uh, i think he's number 2 in assists i think he's number 1 actually they were mentioning it in a game the other day where they said if you're, you know, this is the first time a, another player is leading the team and assists with Patrick Kane on the same team. Yeah, 19 assists this season. He is a minus nine, but hey, when we, when Derek King took over, I believe he was a minus 15 or 14. So he is getting better. It's getting better. But for me, if he's going to, it, you know what? And his shot is very, very underrated. I th- I thought he's been playing very, very well since the coaching change. I think it's benefited him a lot. And uh, yeah, I would put him in the Norris category, but I think having a minus, you know, in that stat department is not going to help him, you know, even get a win on on that award. 
Yeah, I agree. You know that that first twelve games really really hurt the team, man. If you if you really think about it, if we had Derek King, you know, there's a possibility that we'd have an eight and four start, which is a lot better than what was it two ten and one or something like that or yeah, two brutal brutal yeah. So um so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up really really quick. We had the Islanders yesterday. You know, God, man, Islanders, what a boring team to watch. You know, um, yeah, it was rough. It was. You know, they're, they got a lot of grinders on there. Uh, you know, Cal Clutterbuck taking a shitty run at Taser. You know, um, I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the Hawks winning that game because I didn't want to see this all-out grinding team try to grind out a win. They're in trouble because they're too, I think they're too, the way that they're built, that they're, they're, they're more built for playoff hockey and they're not built for the rigors of the regular season. And and that's why you have other teams that are studs in the regular season comes to the playoffs and then they they bow out in the first round. I don't think that um you know Matthew Barzell is I don't think that's enough talent on on the team to 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 push them over offensively. Do, can you believe that um can you believe that Overtime? I mean, they were like oh. just standing there with the puck, man. They weren't doing anything. I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out. It's it almost seemed like they were trying to go to the shootout, right? And I I even said it. I you better pray you don't go to the shootout because Flurry's he's been on lately on those shootouts and he was great in it last night too. Yeah, but yeah, they they would uh, get the puck in the zone and you know they would you know go back out of the zone and regroup kind of. Try it again, and then they'd go behind the net, do a line change, and I think even Dylan Strom was giving them a hard time after the game. It's like, well, we didn't even know what they were doing. They were just trying to help their puck possession time or whatever he said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm surprised. It's just a little, uh, a little too conservative. It, it almost seems like a very early Barry Trotz uh, Nashville Predator days. Like we don't have a good team, so we have to play this way, but. They do have some players that could, you know, they they can go for some goal. I think Barzell should get be given the green light to do what he's got to do in a game. And it seems like he's kind of being held back a little bit, you know? I think so, too. He was completely unnoticeable yesterday. I mean, not as a, not as a, you know, I mean, I did, I did see him, but it wasn't, you know, like, oh, Barzell's got the puck. What are they going to do, yeah. you know? And and especially in OT, it's three on three, probably because they knew that if they got caught too deep that the Hawks would burn them, but um, which is typically what they do to teams in the in the uh, overtime. But, he, I mean, he would skate over the blue line and just, just skate it all the way back, you know? It was yep. like, I was, I was wondering, is that even legal? Can teams just not play like that? Well, you know, sometimes if the puck is stopped too long, you'll get a whistle. I've only seen that maybe once. I think the when the Tampa Bay Lightning were playing like a trap mode against the uh, Flyers back then, they the they were they had one guy kind of attacking the puck area. The rest of the guys were in their own zone, and the Flyers were like, "Really, we're gonna play this way? We're just gonna stop here." And I think they blew the whistle and <laughs> started over again, but. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. I I mean, Barzell's a very skilled player, and he's very good with puck possession. Is I, I mean, I saw it last night. He was skating around the net, turning around, looking for something else, and 
you know, he ended up uh, making the pass on the tying goal in, in the third period with the final seconds. Uh-huh. He, it was, he made a good play. But in overtime, you got ice, man. You got you got all that space. I mean, this is what it's for. It's for guys like Barzell to show us what you got. So let's see your talent. And I'm just surprised he 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 had one guy in front of him. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm gonna turn around. It's, it's very weird. Very. It was very weird to see. Yeah, I was I was completely uh, confounded by what I saw. But um, Flower got both wins. He beat the Caps and the uh, and the Islanders, which was great. I thought Lankinen played really well against the Rangers. Uh, you know, we lost that one. What was it, three to two? Uh, it was a t- yeah, it very was, close. It was a tough game, but uh, he. I thought that he played well, man. I th- he played well enough for them to win the game. Um, uh, after we got that that uh, what was it that that p- weird tying yeah. goal or uh, that last was it the brinket yeah and i think it like just snuck in before the whistle blew and right. all the rangers fans were going nuts about yeah, it like, how were. did that count and yeah well it crossed the line guys i, I was <laughs> that like means it's a goal i was like come on man i i know we could win this because you know when that kind of stuff starts happening you know you it, like yeah. you start to shit the Stuff's bed Stuff's going your way yeah yeah yeah. So uh, I was hoping we'd pull that one out, at least take it to overtime. We didn't, but uh, that was a close game. We're playing them when, what is this, Monday? Yeah, we played them Tuesday night. So when you're listening to this uh, tomorrow, everybody, Hawks play the Rangers at home. And uh, I think we're going to have another good one. So yeah, I, I think so too. I think the bread man, he, uh, he kind of steps up his game when he's playing against his buddy Kaner, mm-hmm. and he he does very well against the Hawks. Yeah, he does. Very entertaining, still one of my favorites, still. So, um, so we got some NHL news going on. We got two firings. Who are those two firings, Matt? Uh, we have a firing. Uh, Green was fired for the Canucks, and also the GM uh, Benning was also canned. Wow. Uh, and they hired Bruce Boudreaux. Finally, he gets a job. It's been, what, two seasons now? It's almost like he's been waiting in the wings for his opportunity. And uh, the Canucks called, and he, he took the job. And I don't know if it's going to help them, guys, but, you know, he he is pretty successful. He's been with the, the Capitals, and, you know, he, he's, he's taken them. He, well, he didn't take them to the Cup. He couldn't even get them out of the second round. But he I, I like what he did with the Ducks. He um. He got him far, and you know they they he ran into a powerhouse Blackhawks team in uh, 2015, and one of the best playoff series I've ever seen against uh, was that year, and uh, they just fell short in Game Seven. But uh, he, he's not really a defensive-minded coach. He's he might adjust some things in Vancouver, and it might it might help. But uh, the team's just got to play better. It's it comes down to the players; they got to do a better job. Looks like Vigneault was also fired. Yeah, Elaine Vigneault was uh, fired, and they hired Mike Yo. He's a former St. Louis Blues coach who was fired the year they won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he was also um... he is on interim basis though, so he's he probably won't be around next season. Just probably going to finish the year out, maybe like a Derek King scenario. But uh, who knows? Uh, Philly's in big trouble. They can't score goals. That's their problem. Yeah, yeah. He also uh, what was it? He coached the the Wild right when they got this the big yes, Suter, Suter yep. and Parisi signings. Yeah, I think he was. I you know what? I it's funny. I think he replaced Bruce Boudreaux 
And um, Bruce ended up going to the Ducks, and then he took over his spot. So it's kind of weird how that works because these these guys kind of both crossed paths before, and they both got hired today. <laughs> so yeah, and they both yeah. had the unfortunate <laughs> the unfortunate uh, circumstance of, of of having to play the Blackhawks during that time early in the playoffs. Crazy man. So Leonard's dropping out of the out of the Olympics. Is this for COVID related reasons? Uh, he said it was his, uh, mental health, which, uh, you know, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, uh, what he said was he didn't want to take a chance, you know, testing positive and getting stuck there and, you know, that you can't leave and it's, it's a, he, and he's got family back here. I don't blame him one bit. It is risky. And, uh, he said for his mental health sake, I think he wants to, he's going to hang back. And he said, Sweden's in good hands with, uh, Jacob Markstrom, who's been on fire this year, I, I I think he's at five or six shutouts, and he's wow, just a brick wall for the Calgary Flames. And I'm sure the Vancouver Canucks are, you know, ah, we shouldn't have let this guy go. But you know, they they do have a good goalie in Thatcher Demko. But uh, seeing a guy just rip it up in the same division is never a good thing. Looks like Rask is getting close with the Bruins as well. Yeah, I I saw a report today that he was practicing with the team, and um, you know he's a he's a legend over there. I'm sure they they might bring him back for like you know a, a cheap minimum deal, and uh, he could pay off if they um, are trying to make a playoff run. Do you see the uh, Boston as as a playoff team right now? I mean, I, no. I, what I mean is as as a as a team that can go to the to the conference finals or so. No, I think they're a one line team. It's yeah. Marchant, uh, Bergeron, and uh, Pasta. But uh, I just, um, they're not the same. You know, they're not that same team they were. Uh, and I know Jake DeBrusque has been, uh, you know, still looking for a trade. And, you know, it, it, I don't think that affects how the team's playing. But, I, you know, it's a guy, guys want, starting to want out, it's never a good thing. Yeah, because that goes around the locker room. And yes, especially, you know, Taylor Hall, you know, he's probably like, what the heck is going on? Why can I never find it? You know, a team that <laughs> yeah. can be consistently, you know, uh, going to make it into the playoffs. Maybe it's yeah, a that, Taylor that Hall sucks. curse. It's, it is. It is. They're going to get a first round pick, though, at least out of this, the Bruins, because he's been on. He's been on, what, four teams that got a first round pick while he was on the, the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's having a decent, uh, an okay season. He's got five goals and six assists. You know, obviously you want more out of it, but uh, I think them lo- losing David uh, Krychek was huge. Yeah, he, that's a adept centerman, and you know he probably would have benefited playing with Taylor Hall, and you know they don't have him, so huge. You know the Islanders. You know they just lost to the Blackhawks, and. You know, they're having a really, really rough go of it right now. Do you think that, uh, you know, some changes need to be made there in uh, Long Island? I don't know. I think they I think they really believe in Barry Trotz. And, um, you know what I noticed was the Russian goalies aren't playing that great. They're not stealing games like they were last season. They it, Sometimes you need some goalies just to play out of their minds and get hot but you know what that road trip that long road trip really hurt them i think it's not easy man being on the road for what was it like 12 15 games or something yeah that's insane number you know i think they finished one game under 500 which is pretty impressive actually if you're on the road that long 
but it, it's I'm not gonna say it's unfair, but I mean that's just it is what it is. I mean they they have a new building and it wasn't ready, and that's just it's, you got to start on time. So and then then they were hit with a COVID bug. You know they had to miss postpone three games. So yeah, it's 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 not going well. They're five ten and five and sitting at the bottom under the under the Flyers and. Um, that's a very good division. The Caps, the Rangers, and Hurricanes. Those are even the Penguins are up there, and they're that's a scary metropolitan division, man. So they need a they need to get very very hot if they want a chance to get back in that that one two three spot or even a wild card. But uh, all the other teams in front of them are playing well, so it's it's going to be a challenge, man. Yeah, it. I think that they're they're slowly digging themselves into a hole that they might not be able to get out of. Well, like Dave McCarthy says, if you win ten games in a row and you you dug yourself back to you know just before you fall in the hole and you're kind of you know you're you're at you're at even you know you you gain your ground, but I mean you almost need to win twenty in a row just to get back to where the other guys are. So I I feel bad for him, and then, you know what? I picked them to win the Stanley Cup this year, so I I think a lot of people picked them and you know what it's just not been it's not going well and uh you know I, i'm actually surprised with the capitals man i i thought that they would kind of be you know on the on the downsies this year you know they're getting old but look at ovechkin man he is just i can't believe he's still he just scored a 750th goal and he's gonna catch yager soon and just crazy man he's he's 36 years old he's got White hair, white beard. He, it, it's insane how this guy is just, he's a Russian machine. Could you imagine if Yager never left? I, I think Yager would have been the greatest goal scorer of all time if he didn't jump around going to Europe and doing his thing. And I, he just, it, it was weird for a while. I know he, he was with the Rangers and he, I think, I think he bought a team in Czech Republic and he wanted to play for it. And yeah, it's crazy. He should have stayed. He could have easily, he could have been up there with Gretzky or even, you know, more than Gretzky, dude. I think that I think that Yager would have had a, a bare minimum, um, eight hundred and fifty goals. Yeah, for sure. And he he would have been playing with you know guys if he stayed with the Rangers. I mean, look at the Rangers. A couple couple years back, they had a pretty solid squad, and uh, he, he could have went. He could have even went back to the Penguins, which was a rumor. He could have been playing with Sid and Malkin. Yeah, so you never know. It could have been even better. He was still in his prime when he left. Yeah, that's that's insane. I I, I never understood that one. I think it was a money thing, and or maybe he wanted to go home. He got homesick, but yeah, never. It's it's we'll never know. Crazy man, crazy. So you got anything else? No. Uh, who are we uh, playing next game? Rangers. Do you know? Uh, yeah. All right. That's on Thursday. Tuesday. It's tomorrow. Jeez, my days are off, buddy. You know what? I'll double, I'll double check. I got it here in my calendar. But uh, yeah, that's exciting. Looks like we are playing the yeah Rangers tomorrow at seven thirty. Right in well, Chicago. Let's get some. Let's get some revenge on the bread man and see if uh, we could shut him down. It's not an easy task. No, it's not. But uh, I think that the Hawks could do it if. Um, you know, if, if they can just, 
uh, yeah, I thought that they played well. You know, they lost a they lost a, a really good game to a really good team. And you can't really ask much more than that if their team's going to lose. I mean, this isn't like it was a month and a half ago when we're just getting completely yeah. blown out. Where there's yeah. no, there's no. Com- I wouldn't say there's no compete. I would say that there's no competition from one team, the Hawks, because of uh, of some shortcomings with the coaching staff. You know, now that you know yeah. they are they're playing better and they are competing with teams, and it's nice to see. You yeah, know, they, so. they tightened up. They tightened up that back end, which is what we needed to do. Big and, time. Uh, we're, we're competing every game. We haven't been blown out since Derek King has been head coach. You know, that's, I'm not so. on one. You know, that's, yeah. uh, I mean, that was the number one thing that they needed to fix. And look what happened. We're on an eight and four run. Yep. Hey, so. one quick thing. Go ahead. So me and Nick were talking. Nick from the FHN, Broad Street, 30 on Broad Street, uh, talking blue shirts. He thinks that Shesterkin is going to win the Vesna, and I kind of think Jack Campbell is more deserving. Mm. I just wanted to hear your thoughts. I know that Jack Campbell has more wins, and he is playing on a maybe slightly better offensive team, but I think this guy doesn't get enough respect, Jack Campbell. Um, I don't think he gets enough respect as well. I am pulling for Elvis Merz-Lincolns, obviously, because okay. um, I'm— Yes, how he's playing. Yeah, his, he's, he's, yeah. He, he, he was not as good last year as he is right now, and he is motivated um, you know, from the death of his friend. And he's, to be honest with you, compared to last year, he's playing out of his mind. And uh, I respect that. I I really, really respect that. And I really hope that uh, he can earn that award. But I I do. uh, But that being said, I do believe that Jack Campbell is um, he doesn't he doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of the respect that he deserves, especially playing on that uh, Toronto team with that pressure. Not an easy, not an easy city to play for. Yeah, I mean, you can just yeah. add the pressure on top of it, you know, playing in the city. It's not like he, it's not like he shows up to the rink and, you know, there's a couple people out there and, you know, that's it. You know, that place is packed every single game. You know, the fans are outside. They'll let you know what they think about you too. Oh yeah. Well, it's not easy to play New York either, and you know, following, you know, the shadow of Lundquist. It's, I mean, it's a hard, hard. Uh, thing to to replace like to take the reins you know from the king and uh i think this kid's i i didn't realize how good he was until i i watched him and i was really bummed out when he got hurt and we you know we didn't get to play and we played the other guy gorgiev i think his name was uh was it igor yeah and (laughs) some weird freaking names this season man i wanted to call him gorbachev yeah, Mikhail Gorbachev in that. <laughs> and I, I know I joked with you before when we were talking Rangers goalies. I'm like, just we'll just say Richter and Lundqvist because those are the only goalies I've ever known. But I, 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 I'm disappointed that he's still hurt. We're not going to get to see him. But I did get to watch him the night before they played the Hawks. I forget who they were playing, but, man, he, he was coming up big. And I know Nick raves about him and... Uh, he knows his hockey, man. He He's a bright dude when it comes to hockey. He's got hockey knowledge, and he was right. But uh, I think it's going to come down to the last couple games if they're going to give the Vesna to Campbell the way he's playing or this uh, this kid, uh, Shesterkin. So it's going to be a cool Vesna race. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm still pulling for Merce Lincolns, though. <laughs> yeah, he's one of my new favorite players. Uh, just a, just seems like a very likable dude, and he's a he's a good yeah. goalie. Yeah, he yeah. is. Sorry to everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. We got a new podcast. It's going to drop uh, this Friday. We're going to try and uh, get back to our our normal schedule and uh, and start uh, you know bringing back our what our two a week our two a week podcast drop. So be sure to check it out. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. And that's all that we got for you tonight. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.